Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad to have you here. I'm so honored and so grateful that you are joining during this new month, during this new season. Let's all just join in together by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Seasons change. Change is on the horizon. You will not always be where you once were or where you currently are. It's not always going to be this way. Things change. Seasons change. And so I'm very happy that you guys are here. I have a very special topic today. And uh, additionally with that, I have a very special guest I will be joining. So please stick around for that. It's a beautiful conversation, beautiful energy. You're, you're going to want to hear all, all of that's going to be shared and said. And um, I'm so honored because this topic was submitted as a request. So I want to just say thank you, beautiful soul, for reaching out, having the courage to ask this topic and to submit your request. And um, I encourage you all to do the same, follow suit. And um, if you have any topic requests, slide into the DMs. Go ahead and hit me up on social media, on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast, on Twitter at Agent K21, or you can send me an email. Um, reach out somehow some way just let me know what you guys want to hear or if you want to be featured or if you would like to be like for me to be featured on your platform all as well let's collaborate let's join into this collective energy that we are anchoring in these new insights this new awareness this these new light codes and this energy that we are all a part of as we walk each other home on this journey called life and so I'm so grateful for the people who reach out and who send in their request and I may not get to it right away, but I guarantee you I'm putting it in the queue and I'm going to get to it at some point. So fret not. Uh, Thank you all for just for listening. And please remember to subscribe and to share with those who you think may benefit from this, as well as if you um, would like to seek donation based counseling. That is some a service that is provided. The link below, the link tree link will take you to that page so you can schedule a um, virtual private counseling session for yourself or encourage someone else to to seek help because we're all here to help each other and the service is provided as a platform to assist and create a safe space where we we can uh, talk and we can dialogue because it can be rough in this uh, human experience. It can definitely be a journey, and it's about the journey and not the destination. It's the process, and it's all the, the things we learn along the way. And so just know that you're not alone, that we all need help from time to time. There's no shame in it. There's nothing wrong with it. And um, that's the most self-loving thing you can do because when we are at our max when we are filling our own cup we are able to pour into others and we're able to give and we're able to show up for those that we love and we're able to be at our optimal best self right and so in addition to pouring in that self-love we have to also honor the things that we may want to reject suppress deny or run from within ourself such as the topic of our insecurities now what are insecurities insecurities in my opinion is when we feel like we are failing in some sense where we doubt we become uncertain we become unstable we um, experience something insecure which is lacking security so it's really a foundational 
uh, stance. It's we're not standing on firm ground. We're standing on something shaky and unstable, and we're not quite sure what we can rely on. So insecurity within yourself is whenever we feel we are lacking that security. We are misplacing our uh, our trust and our faith within ourselves, and we can become insecure. Now, insecurities can manifest in many, many different ways. And most of our coping mechanisms come from insecurities, such as projection, such as denial and deflection and all these things, because insecurities reside in the house of the ego. Now, the ego is not something to be ashamed of or to even try to quiet. It's there for a reason. It's it's your protector. It's your... um, it's your human humanness, if you will. And so what we want to learn is to align our ego with our soul so that we integrate these parts that we want to reject instead of, in, instead of running from them or bashing them or trying to fix them or trying to get rid of them. We learn to love them and to embrace them fully so that we can be the whole complete beings that we came here to be and we can operate with a sense of security within ourselves and within the world at large. So insecurities, I feel that insecurities are birthed from trauma. I feel that whenever we experience a certain trauma, whether we are disappointed, let down, um, abused in some way, shape or form, our security is shaken. You know, insecurity is also a form of lack. You know, there are only two vibrations in this world and that's love and it's fear. And if we are living in a state of lack, we are living in a state of fear, which is also you know, congruent with insecurity. We feel that there's not enough. We feel that there's, you know, we're not good enough. There's something that's not there. That's, the concept is not there. There's a lack mentality. And that can create a lot of insecurities. Now, insecurities are very dangerous when they are not checked. You know, just like the ego, you have to bring it back into perspective. Bring it back. Bring it back. Let's, let's hold up. Let's see what's going on here. And insecurities, I think, are the most dangerous thing on the planet personally when they are not integrated, when there's not awareness, when there's not self-love. Because all of the problems that exist in this world come from a state of fear. Hatred, shame, um, jealousy, envy, all of those things are from fear. They're not from love. They're from the vibration of fear. They're from the state of lack. lack. And I think that Another way that insecurities can be birthed is through comparison. We compare ourselves to others. We compare ourselves to these IG models or whatever. We compare ourselves to these standards of beauty that is completely false. You know, we have these subconscious beliefs in our mind and different programs that operate all the time of what is normal, what is right, what is successful, what is desirable, what is worthy, what is something that is quote-unquote good and something that's quote-unquote bad. We have all of these labels for how we constantly judge and keep ourselves in these limiting beliefs, and that is a part of the insecurities. It's just a belief set. It's just a limiting mindset that creates this profound deep lack within self this emptiness and so when the insecurity is born it can create like just this desperation to fill that void this desperation to to just like gain that security back you know and so people can become really obsessive or really just destructive 
based on these insecurities. And they're really, you know, operating out of this spirit of insecurity where it's like feeling like you have to steal to get what you want or you have to fight to get what you want or you have to compete and all these different things that just create more fragmentation amongst the planet. So I'm going to talk a little bit about secure insecurities right now and just my perspective on it and then um, a guest will be joining. We'll take a break and my guest will be joining and we'll talk more hear that conversation as well. Um, Of course, you can always Google insecurities. Remember, Google is your friend. Use it. Um, I'll also list some links to articles I was looking at um, just for those who want to read a little bit more about insecurities. But I want to kind of share my perspective on it and give you some of the downloads I've received regarding insecurities. So, When it comes to insecurities, um, we all have them. That's the first step. We got to admit, there's no one who is exempt to the rule. And if you feel you're exempt to the rule, that's part of the problem. That's a state of denial, which is a coping mechanism, but it also can be stemmed from an insecurity of what it would mean to actually face that reality, to face that truth, you know. And so we slip into a a fantasy land or an overlay where we we don't want to see that reality, but it's not giving us more power it's a false sense of power you know again the thing about insecurities is they come from fear and fear is simply false evidence appearing real and so it's the same thing with a lot of our insecurities they may seem insurmountable or seem so like they're the truth but honestly it's uh, an illusion it's not real you know the feeling is real don't get me wrong you might feel insecure and that's okay it's okay to feel that way and just know that it might have been baggage that you took on. It might have been perceptions that you took on or beliefs that were handed down to you. And um, I think that once we can heal our insecurities, you know, there will be nothing to thrive off of. There will be, as far as the negative energy, there will be nothing for it to thrive off. There's no, you know, negative energy is like a parasite. It just, it needs a host. And the insecurity becomes that host that the, fear is driven off of and so I think that um insecurities reside within all of us it's all about being honest about them so some of my insecurities you guys probably have noticed this from previous episodes is I can be a little apprehensive and insecure when it comes to pronunciation pronouncing words reading out loud and you know things like that I can be very in my head about it or overanalyzing it or overly critical and like, did I say that right? And and did I mess that up? And I started to think about it like that comes from, you know, like most of our wounding, it comes from childhood. You know, I used to hear all the time like, oh, you're you're so good at pronouncing these words. And I think it like created a split where it was like it, it. re-traumatized another layer of me that was already traumatized so it actually created a self-sabotaging mentality when it came to pronouncing words like I started to doubt it I started to just like lose that ability in a way because it was it was hard to receive that and I think as we begin to start doing shadow work you start to realize some things that are in the shadow are actually giftings that you have that you might have run from because it wasn't acceptable in your society and your culture and your 
um, family of origin. These things weren't acceptable, so we pushed them away into the shadow, but they're actually probably some good gifting. So I also would recommend that you check out the episode about shadow work and the shadow self, and I'll list that as well in the description. Um, So that's one insecurity that you guys may have picked up on, and I kind of uh, make myself read out loud just because, and I, you know, will will use like an app to listen to how things are supposed to be pronounced and, and things like that, and it's actually kind of ironic because I was thinking about it like, this is an insecurity, but it's also kind of attached to pride. And I started thinking, like, people who are really prideful often have a lot of insecurities. You know, like I said, insecurities can become very dangerous when unchecked and very toxic. Most people who have narcissistic tendencies or who are narcissists themselves or sociopaths or pathological liars or codependents or any toxic behavior is based out of insecurity, and which is birthed from trauma. And so I started thinking, like, you know, my pride can really be shaken. Like, if someone corrects me on how to pronounce something, it's like a chip at my pride, but it's like, it's still an insecurity. So I thought that was really interesting. Like, huh, there's something there. There's some kind of correlation between the two of those things. I thought that was really interesting. Another insecurity that uh, many people may not know or not be quite aware, because I actually get quite a few compliments on this trait but it actually was an insecurity which is my voice I used to feel very insecure about my voice so much so that I wouldn't even use it I would know the answer and not raise my hand I would just diminish myself because when I would speak um, it was like people would just look at me with awe and just look at me with this like bewildered look like it was a reverence look and It took me a while to finally just appreciate, like, okay, maybe I see things a little differently than most people, and they would be surprised by the depth or the wisdom that I would share that I was blessed to even have, and it was just like, it made me diminish it, because it was like, well, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or less than, or people don't understand me, so let me just keep it to myself, and I feel like that was part of my uh, purpose with starting this platform, starting this podcast was to gain that strength, you know, and, and so facing those insecurities head on, facing those fears by getting out of your comfort zone, doing things that might, you know, might cause a little bit of anxiety, but knowing the good anxiety versus the uh, anxiety that can be a, a, a warning, which is more of your intuition you know being able to discern what is what like the things you need to kind of push through and the things that you need to kind of like back off and so that was kind of uh ironic because that was something that I was like man I know I need to use my voice because I have so much to say and so much that I'm always thinking and like when I do share with people that I actually trust and communicate with they're like whoa like you need to share this with the world like what are you doing like you need to tell everyone this and for so long it's just like nah they'll they'll figure it out some other way like they don't need to hear it from me and it was because it was an insecurity and I actually um started getting comfortable with my voice by the artist known as India Ari um she has a very like deep and rich melodic type of voice And I just felt like, whoa, like her voice is like, 
you know, not a typical voice. And I just felt so free and so such resonance with that. And um, also just insecurities about my singing voice and all of that. And that kind of inspired me to start making music like my own music and putting myself out there to face those fears head on, you know, and just like, nah, I don't want to live, um, you know, in this like shell necessarily. Like I want to be able to come here for the fullness that I am here to experience, you know, and sometimes those insecurities can keep us back and keep us bound and hold us back, you know, and we got to move through them, you know, and another fascinating thing, I guess it's not really fascinating, but insecurities, just like with trauma and abuse, they happen in cycles, you know, so if one person is insecure, it's really contagious being around insecurities because someone who may not be insecure may become insecure due to someone else's insecurities. You know, I definitely experienced that, you know, and it also, again, stems from trauma, a lot of enmeshment trauma that I experienced. It was like not having proper boundaries, not being able to separate self from others. So it was like this feeling of other people's fears all of a sudden becoming mine. And I think just people who are light workers and people who are empathetic and empaths, we have to really guard ourselves, you know, energetically. Energetically, you have to place a boundary over yourself. And because you're such a high vibrational spirit and you're so sensitive to all the energies and you care so deeply and you feel so much, you have to protect your aura, you have to protect your space. And, you know, insecure people might say, oh, that's wrong. Like, no, you need to you need to uh, be open or, you know, a lot of insecure people can be very manipulative and be very uh, gaslighting and abusive and they don't necessarily realize it. It doesn't make them wrong or bad. It makes them hurt like most of us and insecure. But that's not your responsibility to provide security for them. You're responsible for yourself, providing that for yourself. And, you know, people who may shun or be afraid of facing their own shadows or don't want to do their work may make you feel crazy may make you feel like you're the one who's wrong you're the one who's insecure when in fact it may have been them the whole time and so you definitely have to be aware of the coping mechanisms that insecure people will use you know um, using big words and speaking with such grandiosis vibes it's like what are you compensating here what are you trying to hide like you have to really be mindful of the way people present themselves as often with the mask, you know. So you have to be mindful of um, just how things can be affecting your reality. And so I remember when I first started, like, accepting my sexuality and, like, really coming out or whatever, literally the closet. And <laughs> I'm laughing because I record, like, anyway, <laughs> I record in a insulated area which happens to be my closet so the irony of that is kind of funny but um and so I just remember like when I started accepting my sexuality and things like that like I remember I was in a room with like I was probably the quote-unquote only straight person in the room right but we know the truth so (laughs) and um I just remember like talking to my friend who I actually had a crush on at the time I was like um you know, I felt really uncomfortable, like, being in the room with all these gay people, and they were like, oh, that says more about you, and I'm like, 
dang, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when you see people who become uncomfortable when they're around, you know, just like being the only person of your race or the only person of your gender or the only person of your sexual orientation in a room full of people who are out different than you and you feel insecure, that's actually a reflection of something that you might not be dealing with, you know, because your security shouldn't be shaken if you're, you know, the only person of your race. Well, that race is a little different, but, <laughs> but um, you know, I think you guys get what I'm trying to say is that, uh, you know, the reason I say race can be a little different is because of the history, the historical racism and the dangers that can actually follow. So, knowing the difference between being in a dangerous environment and the difference between being in an environment that you're not comfortable in because it's bringing up an insecurity within you, such as, you know, being a straight person at a gay bar and you become insecure. It's like, you know, you have to really think like, what's, what's going on here? Like people who are secure within themselves, they don't really flinch when being around, you know, if you're a Christian at a Buddhist temple, like, or whatever the case is, if you're not in any type of danger, it's kind of like revealing something for you, potentially to look into. And so I remember like having this insecurity that was not my own, that was birthed through um, through other people's perception. So, you know, I started to embrace my sexuality and I had this looming fear that was never really something I thought of, but I heard other people say like, you know, lesbians, they don't really exist, like, there aren't any gay women, like, at the end of the day, a woman's still gonna want to be with a guy, like, and that just kind of became, like, this fear of mine, like, I'm never gonna find someone who actually wants to be with me, they're always gonna want to be with the opposite, it's not gonna work, you know, and so, um, that actually happened in my experience where I was with someone, and it was like, that fear became kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, where, that actually happened and it just re-amplified that insecurity and because I hadn't healed that insecurity I had transferred that insecurity into my next relationship so then my next partner was feeling insecure like whoa like and even though there was no reason no rhyme or reason for me to feel that way that fear had not been resolved yet and so it's very important that we resolve these fears prior because when we don't um, address them at the root they can um, affect other people unknowingly like we might not even be aware that these subconscious beliefs and these subconscious insecurities are running the show and we're like whoa like where did that even come from like I didn't even recognize I was carrying that you know and so when we don't when we don't provide that awareness we unwillingly uh, will continue the cycle, you know, and until we have faced and transmuted that pain, that fear, that, um, that situation, it just can replicate and be passed on to the next person. And, and it becomes like a, a spiritual disease, you know, of this one insecurity becomes another person's insecurities or makes them feel insecure in other ways. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing but it does create a, a sense of insecurity within within that person. So insecurities are very dangerous when they are not checked. Um, 
pretty much every every like painful event all the wars all of the you know assassinations from Abraham Lincoln Martin Luther King Jr. JFK they all came the, the person who assassinated those people were insecure people they didn't have that light within themselves so they were envious and they were in a state of lack and they felt like the only way they could get ahead or or feel anything was to attempt to snuff out someone else's dream you know and and it's just like insecurities can become very dangerous when they're not checked you know I was um listening to Miguel's new album I don't even know the name of it right now but in one of the songs not another thing I don't know the name right now but one of the songs there's like a clip of like a sounds like a movie clip and the guy I guess you know found his girl cheating on him or whatever and he's like asking all these questions asking all these questions that is like having to ask that motivation like why are you really asking this what is the intention behind that and I I realized like it was coming from an insecurity it wasn't really coming from a place of I'm asking this because I care I'm asking this because I want to know more it was um a self-loathing place that it was coming from of you know like I mentioned before is that there's competition that can create insecurities and I feel like that is especially more so true with um with people who were born male is that there is this insecurity that can happen and see uh some of my some of my guys might not like when I say this but I'm gonna say it anyway is that I would recognize like straight guys particularly would feel so threatened by masculine presenting women or LGBT people right and I was like hmm and the reason for that is you cannot compare where you cannot compete and so there's this insecurity that straight guys can have when it comes to feeling like they're competing with um, a masculine presenting woman and it becomes this envy and jealousy and you see people do all kinds of strange and painful things where they are like you know just spewing out such hate and such um slander and just all kinds of stuff and so you know a good friend and myself were talking about it one day and it was kind of that revelation of that's why people can feel insecure is because they you can't compare where you can't compete and that is like again it, it hits that pride you know so um there's a lot of ways insecurities can manifest and there's a lot of ways that we can cope with them and to deal with them but we have to be honest with ourselves at why we're feeling insecure where the insecurity comes from what we can do about it how we can love it how we can appreciate ourselves and not feel that need to even feel that validation from outside influences you know to know that we are enough to know that we are beautiful just as we are and to know that we are worthy of love you know and i think that once we start to really honor the light within us we can honor the light within others so i i kind of uh, went all over the place but i hope that this has helped some of you and i hope that um you guys will feel free to share it or to you know drop 
a comment, I guess, on social media or, or somewhere. Um, and also just for the people who are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, thank you guys for the reviews. So if you like this, if you want to just share something or say anything, please leave a review. Um, as always, I'm sending light and love and please reach out, reach out for counseling, reach out for topic requests or anything. And um, I'm excited for this new month that we are in. You know, we have this new energy that is going to be grounding us right now in this season. So just stay grounded, stay in your alignment and just always do what resonates. And I hope that you guys uh, enjoyed this first half and I'm glad that you're going to stay for the second half. All right, we're going to take a short break and then there'll be more. So thank you so much. And I will speak to you again until next time. Lakewood means rewind. A gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad that you guys stayed tuned. I have a special guest today. I'm so honored, so grateful to have you here today. So as always, I'm going to let your energy introduce yourself. So please tell us anything you'd like to share. Hello, everyone. And hello, Miss Keandra. Um, I am so grateful um, and honored to be here. I definitely didn't expect you to ask me on, but I love that you did because this topic it helped me figure out some things that I had been pushing off um, or pushing into my subconscious. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. My name is Sierra Robinson, and I would call myself a mental health advocate. And I would only say that from the space of I care about my mental health. I'm learning and seeing the traumas and um, the things that, you know, I should be working on to help me live a healthier life. So I think in that process, my goal is to just bring as many people along on this journey as I can. So I run a social support and community outreach organization called Clueless. And our goal is to literally come together and figure out how we can do life better together. Um, so yeah, that's me. I'm all about good vibes, good energy, um, learning how we can grow together because we don't have to do it alone. That's me. So I love this podcast. I love that it's called 1111 because that is just yes. one of my fave, um, synchronicities. Yeah. So I'm super excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm super excited that you are here, that you even agreed to do this because I definitely felt like just your energy and just like you said, being a mental health advocate, I just felt like this is the kind of person I want to talk about this topic, you know, because this was um, sent in as a request and I want to make sure I give the people just a broad spectrum to understand this. And I love just everything you stand for and everything that you're doing. And I just, I'm so honored just your response and your uh, communication to do this was just like really, um, like I said, it was just a breath of fresh air. So I'm I'm very honored. And I love that you said, like, we're not in this alone. You know, a lot of times we can feel at a distance and socially distance and all of that. But I think that we all have insecurities. We all struggle with something. There are always challenges for us. And um, you also mentioned just like processing the traumas. Now, I think that insecurities are birthed from trauma. 
Yes. But I want to know, where do you think insecurities come from? I actually agree with that. I think mm-hmm. because of certain experiences we've had, um, it puts us in this space of not really knowing a healthy way of looking at ourselves or looking at situations that will come in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think the insecurities are based off of trauma. It's kind of like the baby of trauma, you know? Yeah. Um. So I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that, it's like, how can we heal or integrate our insecurities if they stem from our traumas? Like, I guess another question, another way to ask would be, um, what are some some ways that we can assess our, where our insecurities are? Like, what are some some ways to know where, where it's stemming from? I think, well, first thing is awareness. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, catching on to the insecurity itself. Um, And that may even take some time or some looking up, like what are some insecurities? I know I did that because sometimes we don't realize that we're even insecure about it. Mm -hmm. We just kind of think that's normal, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's pinpointing and seeing, okay, this is what I'm insecure about. And then from there, I think it really takes diving into some of your past experiences um, and seeing where, you know, you can track that down because um, one of my insecurities, and I'll just give this as an example, is um, jealousy. And I think a big part of that stemmed from me being in a relationship that was... um, there was cheating involved. There was a lot of pain and emotional trauma. So I think that's where the jealousy in relationships stem from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think really being able to find out what that insecurity is and then trying to travel back to where you started to first feel that energy and, you know, what, where do you go back to? What space do you kind of go back to when it arises again? Um, what triggers you to feel that insecurity are all a couple of great ways of targeting and figuring out where it's coming from. Yes, absolutely. I definitely agree. And I appreciate you just um, sharing your honesty and your vulnerability. That That's such a courageous thing to be able to not only recognize, but to also share. I think it also indicates a level of healing, you know, that is taking place for you to even uh, speak about that. So definitely um, just grateful to hear that because I think that, like you said, just insecurities, I think can really shake the foundation, you know, and like if there's, um, if you're in a connection where it's almost, uh, another thing I was thinking is that like insecure people make other people feel insecure, uh. you know? And so like, if you're in a connection with someone there, you might have been solid all of a sudden you have these different insecurities popping up and it's like being able to recognize that that jealousy was never yours necessarily. It was triggered through this experience that created this situation where there's distrust and there's skepticism and cynicism and all these different things that were birthed from a traumatic experience Uh yeah I agree a hundred percent with that Mm -hmm. um and I like how you said like being careful not to 
kind of like take them on as your own in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, and as you go through, like once that traumatic situation or experience is over, um, the healing is so important because what I'm noticing now is in my um, engagements or interactions now where I'm attracted to somebody or we're dating, we're talking, some of these same things come up because this became my norm in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So when you're doing something for so long, um, you definitely need to heal because you will be the person that brings that into the next place. Now it won't be, you've been triggered. Now you may trigger somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's why they say, you know, sometimes the victims turn into the actual person that's, you know, victimizing somebody else. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a cycle that starts, you know, it's just like the cycle of abuse or any type of trauma you know, and then if you're not aware, like you said, that awareness is so key because all of a sudden you're just operating on the subconscious plane where you're just doing what has been done to you and not even consciously realizing it. Um, And I think it's also important to like know, and I want to ask like, what are some ways that you can distinguish an insecurity that is your own and an insecurity that you might have inherited from other people? That's a good question. I honestly... Um, I want to sit with that because mm-hmm. it's something that I haven't even asked myself in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. I think it really takes self-awareness when it comes to any of these things, because if you're not self-aware, you're not going to be able to stem anything or figure out where it's coming from. Um, So self-awareness is always the key, but when you're, seeing what insecurities and you're diving into where they're coming from I think a good way to distinguish is also thinking about who is who's around when you're being triggered what is triggering you Mm -hmm. um or what triggered you originally to start this habit or to start having these insecurities I think once you go there then you can kind of get a a better understanding of okay so when I feel insecure about my finances um you know I know that this may be triggered from things that my parents may have said or the way that they may have said it um so it kind of helps you by which insecurity you're talking about being able to see like how deep does that run back and who's involved in the situations that, you know, cause and trigger that insecurity. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, I think a lot of it does stem from like childhood. Like you said, we are groomed in this society where a lot of things just seem normal, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like these different standards and these different things that we compare ourselves against. Like, you know, we may hold a subconscious belief that In order to be successful, it has to look a certain way. We have to have this type of house and this type of life. And then if we don't, it could definitely shake our security and shake our foundation. And I feel like um, also, like you said, just like in the environment you grow up in, um, what you saw, what you experienced in your surroundings, like what were people saying? What were they not saying? And how did that affect you? And um, just kind of being able to figure out like, where it stems from, like you said, is it coming from something within yourself? And I feel like most of the insecurities are 
placed upon us through our environment. Agreed. And I feel like, you know, we cannot heal in the environment that we were broken in. And so a lot of times when we get out of those environments, we're able to see things from a different perspective, like, oh, this actually wasn't normal. This actually is not okay. This is actually really toxic. And then making those um, conscious decisions, you know, from that point. I agree with everything that you just stated. Mm -hmm. Everything, because it is very hard to heal when you're still in the environment. I know for me, um, a lot of my healing came from me removing myself Mm -hmm. um, from a lot of different things that weren't serving me. So I can definitely agree. I think you need to be nourished and you need to see something else to be able to know what else is out there. And like Mm -hmm. you said, this isn't normal to even know that when you're so far in it, um, it becomes so normal. That's why a lot of us do a lot of things that to society, it is normal because mm-hmm. that's the interesting thing about it, too. There are some things that are universally normal that are not normal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult in that situation because you can rationalize when everybody's doing it. Right. So that's very interesting that we live Mm -hmm. in a society and in a world that a lot of things that are deemed normal are not the healthiest for us. Yeah, exactly. And then in addition to that, it's like when everyone is doing the same thing, when it's a cultural societal thing, going against the grain can actually feel very dangerous, can feel very scary you know, going into that unknown, being the first to, you know, do something, it's very um, unnerving. And I feel like that can also shake that secure foundation. So it's almost like grippling to that insecurity because it's so familiar and it's so accustomed that it almost can create more of an insecurity to break free, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what what are some things that you feel like you can do whenever an insecurity pops up? Like, you know, like if you're, you know, about to give a speech or something and you feel that, are you about to do something that's never been done before, you know, being a trailblazer in your, in your community, how do you deal with the insecurities that may arise? One thing I'm learning is to show myself grace at all times. It is not an easy task because you can tell yourself, you know, show my, let me show myself grace or I have grace with myself, but it really takes standing and walking in that grace Mm -hmm. and knowing that if it's something that you haven't done before, it's irrational for you to have a fear of it because of the fact that it's never been done. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that helps me in general is being logical with myself. A lot of the times we lie to ourselves or we allow our minds to lie to, to lie to us mm-hmm. about the extreme, the, how extreme a situation is or how detrimental it could be to us. So I like to bring myself to a logical standpoint and say, Hey, you know, This may be our first time talking on stage or this may be our first time being in this specific situation, but let's think positive about it because we don't know how it's going to go. So it wouldn't be logical to think for the worst. It would be logical to think for the best Mm -hmm. and 
let it flow. So I always try to ground myself before I'm doing something or once a insecurity pops up before I'm doing something. And a good grounding technique that I use is to just take a second and do some deep breathing. Um, Breathing always helps me bring my heart rate down and refocus my mind. Because I think in a lot of situations, our minds start to wander and flow and go into a rampage or a tunnel. And I like to bring myself back to that center so that I can think clearly and then I can execute whatever it is that I'm nervous about or that I'm second guessing. Sometimes it takes sitting with it and really trying to see why this is something that you're thinking about if you haven't already. So I think some good tips or tools is practice being present, practice being logical with yourself and not allowing your mind to lie to you about things that you may be good at and you don't even know or things that you've done before you may have messed up, but practice makes perfect. So Mm -hmm. being very like uplifting with yourself, showing yourself that grace and that support and knowing that ultimately if you try, if you keep doing it, if you um, are honest at the end of the day, you'll always be able to get better or you'll always be able to overcome whatever obstacle is placed in front of you. So those are a few of the, few of the things that I tell myself and that I kind of take into account mm-hmm. when insecurities pop up in my mind. Yes, absolutely. All of that is definitely great things to do and, and to be just conscious of that we are aware of to do. And I just, I just love that giving yourself grace, you know, like we can be so hard on ourselves, you know, we are our worst critic often. And so I think that that's so important to be kind to yourself in the midst of everything. And so um, I definitely appreciate you being here. You know, I, I actually, have you seen um, the show Insecure? By, uh, yes i have that is one of my things yes. i can't wait for the new season <laughs> yes right so i actually i actually reached out to Issa ray <laughs> really yes yes but i'm glad i got the next best thing so i'm so honored that you're here and and just um talking with me and you know because i feel like i love um the fact that that show not only the name the name itself but it shows like because I feel like it can be hard to pinpoint what insecurities necessarily are. But when I, I'm a more visual learner, so seeing it, it's like being able to to tap into it and seeing how it manifests in both men and women and just culturally and societally. And I just love um, that aspect. But you, you also mentioned that you looked into some uh, common insecurities. Like, what were some ones that stood out to you that are some of the common insecurities that people may deal with? Um, so financial insecurities, um, weight. Mm-hmm. So body image, body shape, insecurities, jealousy, self-doubt, mm-hmm. um, talking to new individuals. Those were a few of the ones that I specifically pulled that I know affect me in various different ways. Um, just before we completely move on, I just want to say I love that you 
compared me and put me in the same place as Issa Rae because I love her so so much and she is just so amazing and I resonate with her energy Mm -hmm. um so that makes me that that just really touched my heart I I was kind of like silent because I was like (laughs) soaking it in but yeah yeah I love her I love her so much and Mm -hmm. um these these different insecurities and these different platforms that touch on these things they do help you put it into perspective they do help you get a better understanding of yourself and others and also how you can kind of like um counteract those insecurities so Mm -hmm. yeah these um specifically weight and body shape that's Mm -hmm. definitely something that I am insecure about I notice um a lot of different times when I'm in situations where it comes time for me to maybe like undress and a friend's in the room or um you know maybe somebody that I even like it's kind of awkward in my eyes and I'm thinking the worst or thinking that they're going to be judging me or looking at me some type of way Mm -hmm. um so that's definitely one that stood out to me and then financial insecurities that's actually what I've been going through right now um just to be completely transparent Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much a full-time entrepreneur Mm -hmm. I work part-time a few hours a week and that's just because I love the woman that I work for and I'm not ready to let her go Mm -hmm. but I'm completely dived into my purpose and trying to figure out how I can monetize that but at this point I've just been sowing seeds Mm -hmm. so in a lot of cases, when it comes to the first of the month and around the, the beginning of the month, you know, it's a lot more stressful for me. Yes. Um, and then Mother Nature just so happened to align with that. So, you know, my first of the month, my beginning of the month is mm-hmm. the most emotional and triggering point in my my days and my months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So okay. that's what I've been dealing with for the past few days and it's physical as well as mental because my body's tired Mm -hmm. um you know I'm releasing things and it was just a full moon too so now I'm seeing like you know the astrology behind things and all of that so today I just really was overwhelmed with emotions and fighting off the feeling of what was me and you know, self-doubt and all of these different insecurities that we're talking about. I'm literally fighting, 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 crying just because it's such a, a obstacle. It's such a battle within myself because you start to think, am I doing what's right? Is this my purpose? And now that I'm sitting here having this conversation, I know for a fact that God utilized this interview this interaction this podcast to be able to um show me my growth because Mm -hmm. now it's not just me going through these things and staying silent now it's me coming on platforms and telling other people you know we all deal with these insecurities but at the same time there is another side Mm -hmm. and you know it does get better Mm -hmm. as long as you're allowing yourself to see that the bright side of things the silver lining because I could have stayed at home stayed in bed and I was like no like I'm I want to get up I want to get out I know nature always helps me get Mm regrounded so I went out to a different park that I've never been to Mm -hmm. laid out did some yoga poses 
mm-hmm. um, and just really gave myself grace. Once I felt more tired, I would just lay down and let the sun hit me and just, you know, just be instead of feeling like I have to be doing this or I have to be doing mm-hmm. that or, you know, all of that. And mm-hmm. today was just a blessing. And I love that this conversation is flowing and just mm-hmm. allowing me to look at my insecurities, but also look at the growth. Yeah, because I've been having these insecurities for a while, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, okay, well, what are we doing about it? Are we healing or are we staying stagnant? Mm-hmm. 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 And this is kind of helping me decipher between the two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, whether we know it or not, like we are always inspiring people. You know, and you being you, you being authentic and transparent. You just shine such a light, you know, and everything you just spoke about. There are so many people that that's going to resonate with and that connects with so many people, you know, like I remember just in high school, like the whole body image piece, like I would, you know, never like to be changing in the, you know, for PE, I would always go to the bathroom or just whatever. And just everything you just said is like really powerful. You know, there is power in speaking there's power in quote unquote speaking the taboo, speaking the things that we try to keep hidden or that we are may feel shame to talk about. Like there is such a healing when we discuss those things, you know. And so um, I definitely uh, put you on that same platform because you inspire so many people, you know, known and unknown. You you shine a light, you know, and you just tapping into that, even just being open to do to do this um, interaction right now is showing, like you said, not only your growth, but also you're manifesting more, you're opening your hands to receive even more by giving, you know? And so um, I, I'm just like, I don't even have any words because that, that's just so, so powerful, everything you're doing and just reminding yourself that it's okay to love yourself, you know, it's okay to, to come back to that. And it can be so challenging when we have been groomed to do the opposite for so long, you know? So it takes such courage to do what you're doing to not only admit these things to yourself, but to also um, just giving yourself that congratulations, you know? And so I'm super proud of you. And I'm just like, wow, like this has been, um, this platform is, is really speaking to, such a majority of people and I'm just really honored just your um you being you so yeah thank you so much I receive every word of that Um, I'm allowing myself to be present enough to fully sit in it and I think this was exactly what I needed as you talked I kind of just closed my eyes and thanked God for his grace and for this experience because I know at the end of the day um the way that things have been revealed to me and been shown shown to me I know that the universe is on my side yeah so I am extremely grateful um I love that you helped me dive into some of my insecurities so that I can continue on my healing journey and be a little Mm -hmm. bit more intentional Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just super super overjoyed right now. Um, this was exactly the way that I needed my Sunday afternoon <laughs> to you know 
put me into a place where I can continue on and continue to be charged up because I think you said something about communication and um, communicating is such a a great way to heal. Mm -hmm. So I always see that when I have conversations like this, it really does put a new battery in my back and it charges me up to go that next mile. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, something else will put me a little bit further. So just know I'm super grateful and proud of you as well, just for you creating this platform and for you, you know, being dedicated to interacting and engaging with others, because at the end of the day, that is just a blessing within itself. Yes. Thank you. I received that as well. Yeah. We're here for connection and healing, you know, communication and all those things. We're here to live our best and most beautiful lives. And I'm just sending out so much love and and light to all the people who are doing that diligent work. You know what I mean? It's not easy, but the fact that you've chosen to make different choices, you're going to reap those benefits. And so let us know how we can get in contact with you because let us know what's the next thing, like how we can find you, where is Sierra going to be at? How can we reach out to you? Yes. Okay. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at C-I dot M-A-R-I-E-E. Facebook is Sierra, C-I-A-R-A-A Robinson. And you can connect with me on any one of those platforms. If you are in Orlando or just interested in connecting when it comes to groups and, you know, me and other like-minded individuals, you can tap into my business page, which is Clueless LLC on Instagram. And definitely um, if you're in Orlando, we do events three times out of the month. So our next event coming up is on the 16th of this month. And that is actually our community outreach um, event. So that's given with the purpose. We'll be going out to the salt truck. They give out showers and clothes and all types of things to the homeless community in Orlando. So we'll actually be going out there and connecting with some people and giving out care packages Um, so yeah, if you guys want to tap in, that's one of the places I'll be this month. We got get a clue on the 23rd of this month. We'll be talking about adulting and just how we can get better at it and kind of venting on how adulting has been thus far. So if you want to talk, you want to engage more, definitely connect with me on any of those platforms. Um, and we can tap in. Yes, absolutely. And I also have her um, information in the description below. So make sure you guys check that out and can please continue to show support. So thank you so much for being a guest for this topic. I'm, again, just truly honored that everything uh, just panned out the way it did. So um, I I appreciate you very much. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) I appreciate you too, Keandra. And I'm sending you love, light, everybody listening. um, Definitely know that you're capable. I'm telling myself the same thing. We can change. We can grow. We can heal. Absolutely. All right, guys. Take care. Until next time.